Hello, my name is Sharon C. Jenkins, and I am the master communicator. And guess what? You are looking at luminance. And for our replay listeners, you're listening to luminance. And this is the place where we shine the light on people who are doing good in the earth. And I am very happy to say I have the Currys with me today. And I believe it's Tiara or Coach T and Greg Curry. And I just think you guys are the most fabulous people on the face of the earth. And it is my honor to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, let's say hi to some of these folks that are viewing us today. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you all are so cute. And Thanks. I understand that your specialty is relationships. And you wrote this fabulous book about relationships. Tell me your reason why. Well, we've been through a lot of things together. We've been together for 17 years and counting. We were married uh, married 13. Um, people have always asked us for so many years, how do we do it? And I want to be like you guys. And, and we go, no, you don't. You want to be better. <laughs> yeah. And so we had realized that we had been coaching for years, helping people with their relationships and giving them sound advice. So our purpose as to why we wrote the book, it's a couple of things. Um, we believe that God always shows you red flags. It's just up to you to accept what it is he's showing you. Mm -hmm. And overall, we want to help people to obtain and maintain healthy relationships. So that is why we decided to write and to go into the business. So the wonderful thing about your book, which is titled True for Dating, marriage, and rape prevention, our lessons, your blessings. The wonderful thing about this book, it's, it's an equipping a manual for people who are in that space now. Mm -hmm. So yes. tell me who your ideal reader is. So it's kind of funny because the book is, the book started out as two. When God first gave us the book, the first book was about my dating experiences uh, from dating strippers, drug dealers, the wrong persons. Um, what what made me write it was because I was set up by an ex-boyfriend of mine and, and a friend. And it was three people in on the setup. And I had contracted HPV and cancerous cells from that drugging. And um, and, it, and it stops. The first book stops when I met my husband. So then the second one is about our marriage. If you don't maintain it, it's going to wither away. It's going to die. Mm -hmm. So the ideal reader would be for those who are in the dating scene, uh, those who are engaged, thinking about becoming married, and even those who are married. So mm -hmm. literally the book takes you through all of the steps, you know, in a relationship especially if you want longevity. So we, uh, the ideal would be um, to start at the teenage years um, up into the 20s, early 30s. Okay, I love it. So 
I'm looking at this book synopsis and it says their story is not for the faint of heart, but for those looking for the truth in the real world regarding the consequences of relationships built through the world's eyes or the rewards of building a foundation through the love of Christ. When when did you put Christ in this equation called relationship? Well, I believe we did that um, just prior to getting married. We we come from a Christian background, so it was always there. But we were young and we were partying, and it, it, he was Christ wasn't a big part of our life at that point. So things started falling apart quickly, you know. And you know, when we got married, we decided to get marriage counselors, and they let us know, like they reinforced, like you got to have a foundation to stand on. If you don't have a foundation, it's, it's going to fall apart and, you know, you're going to suffer the consequences. And long, long story short, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we suffered the consequences, but I believe it was for our betterment. It's like he got a lot of things to happen for us to, you know, learn these lessons and come to these conclusions mm-hmm. and turn around and help other people with it. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about your ministry is the fact that you willingly help others. I mean, as you can see, I'm not a young chick. So (laughs) things that are happening now are very strange to me. So I can see why God would equip a couple like you all to share your authentic story to change the lives of others. So you've been married for or in a relationship for 17 years. Am I correct? Yes. So what does it look like for you to 10 years from now? What will it look like? Oh my goodness. 10 years from now, we'll have adult kids. Uh, (laughs) We'll, I, I believe we'll still be in the learning process because there's levels to your relationship. Uh, there's going to be things that our kids teach us at that stage that we didn't know about ourselves. Uh, definite, definitely just known for helping more relationships, uh, helping to save some, helping people to free themselves from certain things, just being better Christians, better uh, spouses, and better parents. So that's where I see it. Right. And also, because the dating realm is changing as well. So, you know, a lot of, uh, from where we come from, you know, we met in person, you know, around the neighborhood, playing basketball or whatnot. Now everybody is on phones or on the laptop, you know, long distance relationships and stuff like that. So, you know, we doing our research as well. So recovering, you know, from our standpoint to what society is doing today as well. So. Yeah. So some people would say that the idea of marriage is an antiquated idea. Do you think marriage will ever be out of style? Mm. It can't. Yeah. <laughs> marriage can't be out of style for the simple fact we as people did not create marriage. It is beyond us. It is something that has to happen. You know, whether you 
want to or not, you know, is marriage is a is a thing that it has to be, especially if you're um, in your spirituality and you develop in your spirituality, you're gonna have to because there has to be a duality, as everything else. Everybody understands um, Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. That means for everyone, there's there's the opposite. Yeah, and things have, and I agree with you, Miss Sharon. Things have changed. I mean, there's so much, uh, so many things that were traditional. Some people have thrown on out the door. Like even with the wedding rings, now some people get tattoos. Um, you keep hearing this that why get married if you know what is a piece of paper? But for some people, if they want that, you know, to seal the deal, they want that commitment. Um, they're going to lean to marriage. They're going to lean to that. And there are certain blessings that come with, you know, being actually married as opposed to just being a boyfriend or girlfriend. So I don't think it'll ever go out of style. Maybe, maybe to some people, but they'll realize, they'll realize what, what route that takes them down. Well, I think it has a lot to do with people understanding what the word covenant means. When you break covenant with each other, you, you you are sealing the deal and you are saying forever and ever, forever and ever. And I believe when you look at the true meaning of marriage, you understand that God specifically ordained it to be a lasting covenant because the woman that you were 17 years ago is not the woman you are now. And Correct. your husband really gets a new woman every cycle of change in your life. So there's no need for him to go and have four or five women. <laughs> God, God gave us various seasons in our life. And likewise, for you as a female, he is an evolutionary being. He changes and he strengthens. That's get these muscles he strengthens in his headship as he grows in Christ so I I mean I I'm amazed at you all I'm amazed at your transparency I'm amazed at the love that you show the world I'm amazed at just the fact that you want to make a change in the world through Christ so I want to hear how'd you meet him and how'd he meet you? That's what <laughs> I want to hear. Oh, goodness. He will never let me live this down, but I might as well spill it, right? <laughs> I was going through a very bad breakup. So um, my my younger brother came in the house one day and he was just like, you know, I got somebody for you. And at this time, I was done with dating people that I weren't like yoked with equally. Um, I'm the only one working. I'm the only one with dreams. I'm carrying. So my, my little brother was like, well, you said you want somebody that's, that's working. It's got some business about himself. Right. And I said, yeah. So he, uh, Greg comes up to the door and if I was upset because not only was I coming out of that bad relationship, I didn't like to bring new guys to my house. And if I ever went on a new date, I went out in public or, you know, somewhere in a, where my friends were. Um, so when, when I open the door, Greg is standing there and I just slammed the door in his face, Ooh. like real hard. Just, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> and um, long story short, he just he kept coming around. And the more he came around, the more I opened up, uh, we became good friends and he would listen which is something that previous relationships that I had wouldn't do. They didn't care about my dreams, goals, aspirations, my spiritual life. That didn't matter to them. So I liked his ability to listen and we could talk about, have deep hour long conversations about things other than sex. And that was a huge turn on for a man to be able to carry a conversation of intellect. And so that that's how we met. And then, um, some things happened and we kind of took a break at first. He moved out of state for a few months. I had just got my very first apartment and he called me out of the blue. He came back to Georgia and the, the a, a pair of pants that he had here, my number was in his pants pocket. What? And that was just fate, right? That was God. And he called me and I was like, I'm moving into my new place and it's in the hood. You know, can you come and stay? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm on my own. For He said, yeah, yeah, I'll stay with you for a week. And a week has turned into 17 years. So oh, that is so funny. So <laughs> what made you choose her? Because the Bible said he who finds a white finds a good thing. So what made you choose her, Greg? Because. Well, I was dating a, a couple of women while I was here in Georgia. And just for a lack of better words, it, it just didn't end well. You know, they they were they were not my type. <laughs> so <laughs> so when I meet her, I was actually friends with her brother. You know, so we used to go and play basketball, hang out or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so when I meet her and, and she started joining in with us and we were talking and, you know, playing sports and, and doing all that and conversating, I realized she actually has some intelligence about herself. She wasn't a gold digger. She wasn't, you know, mooching for anything. But mm-hmm. she had a, a good spirit on her. It was like, you know, she was helpful and she looked out for others even more so than herself. Mm-hmm. And I told her quite often. I was like, hey, you got to make sure you straight first before you help everybody. So, you know, I just really, really liked her. I never met nobody like her. And even when the situation happened and I had to leave and I went back to Minnesota, where I'm from, I couldn't do nothing but really think about her. And it was it was pretty interesting, too. Mm-hmm. So much so to the fact that I got a free ride back to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And most of my stuff was gone that I that I had left, but there was these one pair of pants that was saved, and it just so happened to have her number in those pants. And I and I sat there for at least a week or two, looking at that number sitting on my table, and I said, "Should I call? You know, people. You know, this is during the the metro days." You know, people had phone numbers every few minutes, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. Same number. And I was like, you know what? I, I can't torment myself no more. Let me just call. That way I'll know. You know what I'm saying? And I called and she answered and I was all the way shocked. Yeah. But that's the beauty of God and divine appointments. Now, yeah. we want people to go out and buy this book because they need the help. They need H-E-L-P. And what I like is that you guys are coming from both the male 
in the female perspective. That's strong. That speaks volumes. I love it. I love it. I love it. So how can they get the book? So the the book looks like this. So this is the, the one, the new book that you guys will get. Uh, you can go to Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, just if you do a Google search of fed up, changed up, now what? But you can also get a signed copy if you want to go to our website at www.cu-nw.com. And so that's pretty much the outlet that you can get the copy of the book. So I love it. And then last but not least, what are the words of wisdom that you would leave for people who are seeking, Greg, that good thing, and Coach T for women who have a past but still desire to be married? Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, well, my thing is, I always, my my call to action is, you know, through all thy getting, get understanding. I really oh, love that. Yes. I really love that. But I, I want to emphasize more, instead of just getting understanding about things, get understanding about yourself first. Mm-hmm. Most of the times when we go into a relationship, we we see mirrored images of past relationships. We have to work on ourselves first to, you know, get rid of some hurt, some trauma, and, you know, maybe even get a better perception of what a relationship is and what it looks like. Mm. Sounds good. I love it. Coach T. And for me, I would say, ladies, uh, this just is, this just sat on my spirit. Ladies, don't get desperate. Don't do anything to where you would get desperate just for the sake of a marriage or for the sake of a relationship, you know, because you're worth more than you could ever imagine. And there is somebody out there that will accept you with your hiccups as well as your good side. For me, when he proposed to me, I still had HPV from the rape assault, from a previous relationship. I still had cancerous cervical cells. I didn't think anybody would want to be with me, have, see if we could have kids, um, and let alone want to marry me. But he proposed. And I say that to say, don't get desperate. Whatever situation that you have going on, yes, like my husband said, work on yourself first. Some things you, you have to work on yourself first. But definitely, definitely know that there is someone out there for you that will marry you and treat you like the queen that you deserve to be. Amen. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you all for being on the show today. And I want to encourage my listeners. This is the behind the scenes recording. We're actually going to do our little editing and put this on the podcast. And you can find us on Budspeed, um, Budsprout, or guess what? You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. So, you know, by Monday, we should be up and running. So Coach T and Greg, I want to say God bless you and keep you. And may he continue to be all he can be through you. Because honey, in the days to come, you will be sorely needed. There will be people who have tried everything, everything. 
And finally, they come back to the original plan. And you will be there to help coach them through that. So God bless you and keep ma'am. you. Yes, ma'am. And I and I just want to say this uh, really fast. We have a sponsorship program that we're running on our website where we are giving uh, eight weeks of free coaching to the youth in the school system. And it's about safe dating and rape prevention. Because like you said, like we have to start it out. We have to let our kids know this stuff early so that they don't fall into the many mishaps of dating so that they can have a healthy relationship. But I agree with you, Miss Sharon. I think you did a beautiful job today and um, can't wait to hear more. And, you know, look, I love that flyer. Y'all looking good on that flyer. Go ahead. (laughs) You did. (laughs) I did love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you all for tuning in today. We've had a wonderful time today with Coach T and the wonderful uh, Greg. He is phenomenal. I love his heart. I love that he mirrors Christ. That is huge. That is huge. And I just want you to know that we love you here at Luminance and there ain't nothing you can do about it. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank Bye-bye. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.